Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. That lonesome feeling. It's five o'clock. Okay. We're giving away Brooks and Dunn's tickets. Now, you had to be tuned in with us before the break to know the, the answer to the first part of this trivia. 505-246-0610. Get ready to call the show. Amory's ready. She just she just literally just hit, hitched her britches. What did you just do? What was that move? Lifting up my leggings. Okay. Makes her more svelte. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have some thighage. Mm-hmm. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline Call. We already said the first half of the trivia. We don't say it again. That was for those who were there. Those who stuck around. We need the first answer, and now the answer to this. What year was Brooks and Dunn's latest album Ooh. released? So it's a two it's a two answer, okay? Now hey, Marie. I didn't actually tell you the answer yet, which was foolish. So I'm going to text it to you. Oh, yeah. That's an important part. Yeah, so that you know. I guess I could just say it to you off air. But um, that's no fun. No, that's no fun. That's no fun. So I'm going to text it over to you. So we've given the advantage now. So there's two answers to this trivia question. The first question, when was Brooks and Dunn's debut album? Oh. <gasps> The second question, when was their last album released? We need both years. For a pair of tickets to see Brooks and Dunn at Isleta on June the 1st. Wait, we're giving away tickets? We're giving away tickets. Oh, I thought we were just having a fun quiz. I know the answers. Put a little trivia crack on them. Hmm. Phone lines are super lighting up because of the 30-second delay. You gonna you gonna answer, yeah, Emory? I for s- sure. Do you- well, okay, so if this caller is correct, ask them if they want to come on air. All right, we'll do a little bit of filler in the industry, Van. Larry Walker was already in the Hall of Fame, joined now by Todd Helton. Is there another Rocky going to the Hall of Fame? I think Dante and Bichette is going to miss out. He's the Hall of Very Good. Yeah, he'll probably get his. He'll probably get his yes. number retired. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah, don't hang up. So, all right, who's the caller? All right, Orlando so, might be wrong. Yeah, Orla- of the show. I know in Orlando he might be wrong. Sorry. Right, so, Orlando, welcome to the Sports Animal Hotline. Orlando, how are you? Fellas, it's been a minute. Well, you're busy. Uh, You're a busy guy, you know. I I keep up with you guys a little bit, but then you're not on the air as much as you used to be because of football season. But anyway. It's over now. We're back now. So, okay. So what year was Brooks and Dunn's debut album? 1991. That is correct. And that's the best one. Brand new man. Hasn't been topped yet. Very good. Oh, and you gave us the name of the album. That's very good. Now, here's where we try to throw a curveball. 
What year, Orlando, for a chance for two tickets to Brooks and Dunn? Also, you get to hang out with me and Van because we're going to be there. At Isleta Amphitheater. What year was the final, the last album that Brooks and Dunn put out? Their latest album should be the year's 2019. Let's go. He did it. First try. My goodness. The reboot album came out in 2019. And you and you got it. Reboot was the name. It was the first tour as a duo since yeah. 2010. Wow! You, you guys, uh, you guys are, you guys are unique because you gave a hint before the break, and a lot of people don't listen. Ooh. Listen, 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 listen to the break. So only these five o'clockers. They had no idea. So Telling you, you guys put a little twist on things all the time. I love it, Orlando. You have to. I'm gonna. I'm not hanging up, but I'm putting you on hold so Amory can get your information. Okay. Awesome. All right. Orla- awesome. Or- Orlando's going. Great to talk to you guys. Oh, well, hey, no you. Great. No you. Yeah, give us the sports take, Orlando. What's going on in your sports world? Oh, I'm still uh, crying in my beer over the Cowboys last. As you know, I'm wow. a hardcore Cowboys fan. 30 years in a row. I'm not a, del- I'm not a delusional fan, you know, that, oh, yeah, we win three games and we're going to the Super Bowl. But, you know. It's uh, same old story, same old song and dance. This one just hurt the way they lost it. So, Trey Lance yeah, will no. be a good quarterback next year for you. Yeah, yeah. Dak, uh, Dak done. too bad that they're going to pay him more, unfortunately. And, you know, we're stuck with Big Mike, Mr. Uh, non, non-clock non managed guy that seems to get a lot, <laughs> take timeouts because the time clock's running out and then just running up, running screwed up plays, you know, it's like. Where are you boys drafting? Twenty four? Are you twenty four? What's that? You're drafting twenty fourth. So what's that mean? That means you're just gonna get a, you're gonna get a big tackle from a big school. That's what's gonna end up happening for you. So Tyron Smith can be replaced, and he's getting those hurt a lot. So, but yeah, we're throwing, anyway. we're throwing you on hold, Orlando. Amory's got you. All right, you. thank you. We'll talk soon, guys. Yep. Yeah, Amory, I don't know how hold works. I'm thinking here, you have to do it. Well, I got some good news for Orlando. He's got a place, a very special place. He's still on air with us. Where he can both mourn his Cowboys uh-huh. and celebrate his Brooks and Dunn tickets. Isn't and obviously, that's the Arby's on Manal and San Pedro. So, okay, so I can't wait to see you there. Beef and cheddar special right now. Non, non-paid advertisement for my Always friends that. at Arby's. I don't know if there's another Rocky making it to the Hall of Fame. Man, Rocky Balboa's already in. You know what I mean. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle's definitely in the Cartoon Hall of Fame. Well, there's a, a wrestling Rocky, too. What's his name? It's Rocky like, Maivia. Yeah, it's like Jacob Fatu's great uncle or something oh, weird. Oh, that's pretty correct, yeah. Thanks. Look at me. Hey, hey, look at me. I know all the wrestling stuff now. You hung out with Jacob Fatu quite a bit over the weekend. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah. He's a fun guy. Are you low-key falling in love with pro wrestling and, and you hate it? Just Duke City Championship Wrestling. Yeah. You can miss me with the rest. I just want the good stuff. It's so you know, I only, you know I only shop local, baby. Nolan Arenado will become a Hall of Famer. 
Oh, definitely. He's already got a Hall of Fame career. What hat does he wear, though? When some weird ragtag bunch of way too many white cardinals on the last day of the year get into the wild card and mm-hmm. against all odds win yeah. a World Series and then he retires, he'll Every wear a car- he'll wear a Cardinals yep. hat. Yeah, Charlie Blackman, Hall of Very Good. He's not a Hall of Famer. And he's running out of time to really boost those numbers too. That's a bummer. Your boy, another Rocky and Cardinal, Matt Holiday. Yeah. He's just not enough. DJ LeMayhew? Nah. Oh, maybe. Um, he might have like a Jeter S career where he stays above average for a long ass time and just keeps compiling stats. Was Daniel Murphy a Rocky? He was. Mm-hmm. Matt Kemp was a Rocky. I got one, like, emotionally, Kevin, I would like. Kevin Pilar. But he's not going to get it. Andres Big Cat, Holaraga. Good answer. Just being an 80s baseball kid, like, I would vote for him. It wouldn't be warranted, but I would. Jason Marquis. Nope. Woody Williams, Larry Walker, and Todd Helton, man. I think that's it. They had that shortstop story, but he didn't do it after he started to do it. Nah, he dipped. Yeah, he uh, became just barely above league average once he got traded. Genius move on their part, but long term, I don't think so. You know who was? On that trajectory, Car- so they kept getting Car- hurt. Cargo. Uh, oh, that's a good answer, too. But uh, Tulo, Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. He looked like a dude of all dudes there for a little bit. Yeah, there's just no one really, right? Jeff Francis had good numbers for a minute, but he, he didn't do no. it. Yeah, there's just no one. I might not live long enough. Chris Bryant? Mm, that's a maybe. He's got to have some longevity. He's had too many injuries. A futures bet I would like to make that I don't think I'll be alive for. Nolan Jones? Will. Ouch. Come on, man. I'll be alive in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Will a Rockies pitcher ever get into the Hall of Fame? Like ever, like like ever in the history of the world. So who's the best one? Is a sports book? Will they allow that bet? Is Marquez the best one to ever do it? De La Rosa. Yeah, Herman Marquez is probably the best one. Ubal- Ubaldo Jimenez there for a minute, but then got derailed by injuries. Jorge De La Rosa was very good for a minute. Yeah, he had a hard peak. John Gray. Now that he's playing for someone else. No, he's still there. Never mind. John Gray's gone. Oh, he's gone? Yeah. Gone Gray. Oh, nice. Historically, it's Jeff Francis. Jeff Francis was a good pitcher. Probably the best one. But not him. 
Yeah, I just don't see it. No, I don't see it. I'm, I'm like, I have a list in front of me. I'm going, no. Hey, being here, watching the isotopes play, seeing all the young studs they got coming up, maybe in 15 to 20 years, not anybody from this generation or the last generation. I think they got the two. Well, eventually Arenado, but he might have on a Cardinals hat. Still in the mix, though. Totally. All right, so we got Helton, we got Walker. Arnado, we got Troy Tulowitzki. Nah. I, his career stats is a Rocky. Are you ready? Here are his slashes. 299, 371, 513, 188 dingers, 657 ribbies, 435 walks. Way to go, Troy. 1165 hits, 885 OPS. I mean, the dude could play when he was playing. Yeah, just hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt. Every single one of his numbers is better than Charlie Blackman. That's nuts to me. He's got a, let's see here, 34-44, 51 career war, depending on what metric. 34 career war will not get you in. Vinny Castilla's already expired, right? He can't get in. Mm-hmm, correct. There you have it, man. Not going to happen. Todd Helton deserved it. Silence the hatred. I don't think you're wrong. Todd Helton had a glove, too. He also had those cool flip-up sunglasses. Legendary on its own. Those things are sick, dude. Yeah. You remember those? Of course I do. Todd Helton. Friggin' Jose Offerman with the clear ones. Gangster. I loved it so much. They reminded me of Star Wars when I was a kid. You know what I'm talking about? Boba Fett plays baseball? No, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking of Luke, use the force. They're like, Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer. Ah, and you just flipped it up? Yeah. Very nice. Luke. Three meters. That's all it was. Hmm. Nine foot. It's also a weird way to dis- to design a, a, a planetary killing spaceship. I mean, it's the size of a womp rat. I know what a womp rat is because of the word. I've never seen one. Uh, it's only in Star Wars lore. Well, that if you saw it. one, I would have a lot of issues with what's going on in the world. All right. So I just looked up womp rat, which I did not spell correctly. Be W-O-M-P. That is correct. I put a W-H like the song womp. There it is. Oh, nice. Okay, so I have seen these. These are in Java's Palace. They're kind of all over the place. You just don't. I don't know what the most famous thing in Star Wars is, but I think it's Stormtroopers. I think if you'd be like, if you were to show people a Stormtrooper, they'd be like, that's Star Wars. Or Star Wars. Or just say the words, the Force. I think the Force is the biggest star in Star Wars. Not Luke, not Vader, not Leia, not Han, not Chewie. The Force. No one's having the Force Knights. 
They're having Star Wars nights. Correct. Yeah. But so, no. All them dorks are there staring at their table trying to move a salt shaker, though. I guarantee you that. I went to Comic-Con this weekend. <laughs> All, every dork at Comic-Con had a, had a Comic-Con lightsaber. Like, it's not like the official Disney one, obviously. Oh, sure. <clears throat> Star Wars is the best one. Of all the dorkdom, anything you could choose in the history of the world, Star Wars is the best one. Yeah. It's way better than swords and sandals. Correct. Way better than swords and sandals. Way better than cartoon monsters. Way better than anime. You mean superheroes? Yeah. Superheroes will give Star Wars a run. Like Marvel and DC stuff? I still got Star Wars big time. Over, over, like Marvel and DC stuff. Yeah, that's me personally. It goes in. If I had to rank them, it'd be one A and one B. It goes in this order: number three, superheroes; number two, Star Wars; number one, Pro Todd Helton. Wait, what? Yes. Okay. Amory, you're laughing. Do it on air. She looks like she's working. Yeah, for the friends of the show, Amory's in her little production booth, which is about the size of a closet. It's about four womp rats wide. Yeah, it's about four it's womp like a New York size apartment. <laughs> and she's just back there throwing her head back, giggling. And we're like, the well, microphone also, is right there. Okay, but okay, I'm doing a lot over here. Did you get Orlando's information? Yes. Is he excited about Brooks and Dunn? Yes. Now, did he invite you, but you said you couldn't go because you'll be in Japan? Yes, but he also said he's coming to my next comedy show at 377. When's that? Because he went to high school with the owners. Oh, It's February 2nd, right, next on. Friday. I like when any friend of the show wins our giveaways, but it's like when it's an OG friend of the show yeah. since the Saturday show. It means a little more. I agree. Yeah. All right, February 2nd, stand up. This is, Van, we're opening. And if you think there's some kind of collusion going on here, friend of the show, there's not even there's not even caller ID on the phone. Do we have caller ID, Emory? (laughs) No. I wish we did. (laughs) No. We, Uh, but the text line, it's kind of like caller ID ish. Yeah. Okay, so we're opening on February the second. You are not opening for Emory, who's hosting. So the the um, the host has an opener. It's us, Van. What time does this show start on Friday the 2nd? 8 p.m. How dare you? We're this close. Is, hey, this is like perfect, dude. So like we we do the show till 7. Yeah, that's why I'm okay. doing it at that time. We go to I 377 Brewery. Seven. We open the show there, hand mm-hmm. it off to Amory to, to host. Okay. And then we can announce February the 2nd at 377 all the details for Amory's going away party. This is... I'm kind of uncomfortable right now. With how good of an idea this is? You're acting like you didn't know when the show was. And obviously, as Amory's manage her. Oh, yeah. Good point. This should have been in your calendar. I was, I, so the problem was I didn't have the right box clicked. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> but I have it in my oh, calendar. Oh, boy. What kind of like material do you want from us? Yeah, we'll discuss it when we get back. Okay. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Sorry for the long intro. Well, you got to wait for the scream on that. 
Sorry it's for so no fun. Brooks and Dunn. I can keep going if you want. Let's save it for tomorrow. Brooks and Dunn's a tease. Plus, I don't know how much I could handle. Because mm. I, I don't want to wake up by the river tomorrow morning. <laughs> like, I want to wake up in my bed. Like, more Brooks and Dunn will force me to go out to go and down be to super. the river? Yeah, I'm going to get more country and country every Brooks and Dunn song I hear. So thank you for a very brief respite. Coca-Cola in the can is better than Coca-Cola from the fountain. Hot take. Well, I like fountain soda in general. That's better. not the comp- comparison to make. The king of the king of the mountain, as far as Coca-Colas go, is Mexican Coke in a oh, glass bottle. Yeah, it's not even close. The argument is for second place. <sighs> Isn't that great? Another unpaid advertisement for Coca-Cola on this program. The Chiefs-Bills game is the most watched NFL divisional round game ever and the most watched program of any kind since last year's Super Bowl. Now look at the Saturday night Packers-Niners numbers. It's the most watched Saturday night event since the Olympics in 94. A lot of people watching football last weekend. Because it is king. It's only round two of the NFL playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And they're like, 50 million people watched. I can do math. That's like 15% of all people. Except for the Texans getting twerped. The games were great. Put that thing down, flip it in. I still enjoyed that game, though, even though it got out of hand. Oh, God, just watching Lamar Jackson do his thing. And crazy how good this weekend was compared to two weekends ago, which was the worst. My expectations were too high. Super wild card weekend with all the storylines. Now, hold on. There were some good games. No. There was, but I'm saying I was excited for all of them. Ah. I kind of enjoyed the Packers game. Well, of course you did. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people in Albuquerque did. No. No. Oh, no, no, no. There is a Packers bar now, Van, in a 505 food hall. Uh, nobody, no, uh, no one cares. Five hundred five. Five hundred five food hall is lovely. Don't it's get very me, nice. Don't get me wrong. No, it's I'm fantastic. Just you know. They're like official Packer little bar now. That's cool. I like that. I we just, we need another satellite bar besides Howie's Sports Page. That's the only official Packers bar. According to the website, on the website, the Packers official NFL website. It's the only one in New Mexico. Oh well, it's it was a newer post this. It was in towards the middle of the season. I just, I forgot. I don't know if I ever told you that. Also, good job, 505. Like, you're showing class and sophistication and excellent decision-making skills by having yourself be a Packers bar. When the NFL is on, it's the best one. But it was off so many times this year, I kind of forgot how good it can be. Because I, I saw it be so bad so many times in a row. There were a lot of misses all year. Monday and Thursday. Yeah. That super yeah. slows you down. I mean, it's it's destination television. Monday night football. It's the day of the week. Thursday night football for all of its faults. We talk about it a lot. Yeah. But it's on all by itself. You mm-hmm. know you're going to watch it, football fan. There were so many misses. And then it's tough, too, because we're talking about what? Playoffs! And... 
Every other league does their playoffs the best. Major League Baseball playoffs are the best. NBA playoffs are the best. I don't watch any hockey, but I know people rave about hockey playoffs. I watch it's it when good. it gets to the, the conference finals and finals. Yeah. It's super exciting. The the big one that's the one whenever... Oh, I accidentally messed up a thing as I was trying to turn the game so on. The anything big, with game sevens. Yeah, anything with game sevens. I mean, the comp for hardcore NFL fan is every game's a game seven in the playoffs. Ooh, that's a good one. But it's not. That's not the same. It's not the same at the levels, you know? But it, it was this past week. I was like, oh, the NFL's here again. This is great. The, the competition, the storylines, the back and forth, mm-hmm. staying close, uh, three out of four games in the fourth quarter. Like, that's great television. And we've said it before. We'll say it again. NFL is the best television product of all major sports. Mm-hmm. It's not the best live product. Correct. Maybe unless you're in Detroit. That bleep was wild. Okay, 505-246-0610. So you just want me to take a call from a guy named Steve? I'm excited about now. We know a lot of Steves. Is this? It's it's Detroit Lions, Steve. Okay, so I like him. He's called before. Oh, he's a good call. He's a good caller. He's here. Can we can we hold him through the break because we have to go and then bring him back or does he just take him just take him yes that's how good it is I trust you all right friend of the show Steve thank you for reaching out to the Sports Animal Hotline what's up brother hey guys how you doing oh, feeling good good, good. Uh, yes. uh, the only thing I really wanted to ask you guys is if you could tell me the rest of the bars in town that are Green Bay Packer fans bars so that I can not accidentally set foot in one of them. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, factually known that every Little Caesars in town is a Detroit Lions bar. It's accurate. So I think you could just go there and watch any game you wanted. Well, I don't like Little Caesars pizza, so I guess, you know, I don't know what to do. I love Little Caesars. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, as you guys know, and, and I'm sure Maria, Maria feels this way with me. A. Marie feels the same way. Yep. We just don't like them Packers. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 heavy lies the crown, hey, baby. I hope you go to the Super Bowl, bud. <laughs> Steve. Hey, guys. Root for him this weekend. We're going to need every bit of it. We'll see you at the Super Bowl, brother. Yep. Good luck. Take care. Be good. Steve must have missed my rant earlier when as a guy who likes to have a good time yeah. and a guy who's going to be in Vegas for a week uh-huh. for the Super Bowl, I want Detroit there. Yeah. Detroit is going to go so hard oh, if they go to the Super Bowl. They're going to lose. Oh, my God. Themselves. Look, Vegas has raging wild maniacs in that city every day of the year. They haven't yes. had a Super Bowl with Detroit fans there oh, yet, though. So good. That's going to be different. It's going to hit different. Outside of college. And the 80s and hockey. Detroit doesn't win anything. Michigan doesn't win. Well, Michigan won a national championship this year. I just said outside Since of college. When? Yeah, just outside of college. The college and hockey mm. and basketball in the 80s. It's been a minute. It's true. 
their baseball team flirted with the idea, but they just. Man, that pitching staff. Ooh, we let one, some people down. The one that threw it all over the diamond and let the Cardinals sweep them. <laughs> yeah, with with three Cy Young Award winners, with three future Hall of Famers. Yeah, that one. And Anibal Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> the Pistons in 2003-2004. Oh, yeah, the 05 Pistons. I forgot about them. Mm. And uh, 2003 WNBA Detroit Stop. Shock. Stop. Okay. Don't play. Okay. Come on. Nice try. All right. Did they? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Some probably just, somebody probably just changed the Wikipedia. I did forget about Chauncey Billups and that ragtag group in Detroit. Mm-hmm. The Wallace brothers. Were they brothers? They were not. Well, yes. Yeah, okay. In, in a way. Yeah. Well, good for them. That one time. I'm very pro Lions this year. For sure. If you don't have a vested rooting interest, you better be a Lions fan. Yeah. Did you see that crowd? Did you see that crowd in Detroit? That is the loudest. 100% the loudest I have heard a crowd on television in the history of watching football. Sweet. I could tell, and this, I'm going to consult the Googs on this. Uh-huh. I believe the producers of that football game turned the crowd down because when they were on defense in the second, third, and fourth quarter, it wasn't quite as loud. I think they had to turn the crowd mics down so you could actually hear on the, TV. the commentators. Yeah. That happens at Duke City Championship Wrestling because we mic the crowd and we mic the mat. Mm hmm. And these lunatics get so into it. And I'm trying trying to be like, hey, Hobo Hank just gave a Canadian destroyer to Jacob Fatu. Why did Hobo Hank give a Canadian destroyer to Jacob Fatu at the Historic El Rey Theater this past Saturday? That's wild. I'm going to have to Google what a Canadian destroyer is. I can just show you the video. It's on my phone. And... If there is a Detroit volume level conspiracy. Jim Harbaugh had his second interview with the Chargers. And he brought more than his agent. We'll tell you who it was and what happened when we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage. The sports animal. Jim Harbaugh went to his second interview with the Chargers van. Who do you think he brought with him? His agent, probably? If I had to guess, I would say a whole mess of lawyers. You would think that, right? A gaggle of lawyers. Maybe that J.J. Cat that played quarterback for him five minutes ago? Sure. He's in the mix. Be a good backup. Also, keep in mind, Jim Harbaugh is scheduled for a second interview with the Falcons as well. Wow. So Jim Harbaugh went to the Los Angeles Chargers for a second interview, and he brought with him his wife. Oh, Yep. House hunting. This is all just leverage for a bigger Michigan contract. House hunting. 
You choose L.A. Well, you kind of mm. do. You choose L.A., but you take mm. your girlfriend to the Atlanta interview. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, now, hear me out. Okay. One's East Coast, one's Best Coast. So you take... What about the Midwest? Fridays for the wives, the Saturdays for the girlfriends. <laughs> I hate mobster movies. Oh. oh, you've never been more wrong about life. It's a dichotomy of the human experience. The mobster movie? Yeah. Faith, family, the American dream, what it takes to climb to the top, interpersonal relationships. Mobster movies got it all, Fred. Why would Jim Harbaugh's wife want to leave Michigan in January to go to Los Angeles? Good Lord. <laughs> if you can't, hear me out. Basically, every team wants this guy. Every team with a head coaching job and some teams with head coaches would rather have Jim Harbaugh. If Jim Harbaugh can't get one of the big five, uh, Packers, Bears, Cowboys, Niners, Steelers, those the biggest names in football. Mm-hmm. If you can't get one of those five, you're going to Los Angeles or Miami. Why wouldn't you want to leave Michigan for Los Angeles, California? I don't think it's location. I think Michigan, he'll be the king of college football now. I get it. I get it. He can afford airplanes. He can just leave Michigan whenever he wants. Sure. I understand that aspect. But a college head coach is like a, a year-round job. An NFL coach, it's only like a 10-month job. You get you get time off in the NFL. Right. College, if you take time off, you'll get caught slipping. Now, I'm assuming the Harbaugh's are a couple dinks right now, right? So, Did you say dinks? Yeah, double income, no kids. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? They, they, don't, they don't have kids? In their house? In the house. Oh, so, as a couple dinks, empty nesters, if you will. Can I say dink? I love, I love that. I've been seeing that on TikTok. The dinks. Okay. People get really mad about dinks. <laughs> like that sentence. Hear me out. If they both got two really good jobs, right? So let's say, hey, Amory's a dink. I am a dink. Yeah. Part time bro with a part time puppy. You and I. She's a dink. Van and I are dinks. We don't have any kids together. Yeah. Van- yeah, like me and Fred. Well, out of the house. Yeah, true. I'm an adult out of the house. Yeah, and together so with with our dual incomes and our shared addresses and bank accounts and emails, we're basically dinks. Today, I walked into Van's house without Van answering the door. Oh, you saw Darby the dog? Darby tried to run past me, and I said to Van's um, lady, "I said, if this dog runs outside, I'm not chasing it." <laughs> Darby doesn't, he's a good boy. He doesn't run outside. He didn't he he used would, to be. He would not. It took, it took some work. He was abused, Fred. He was rehomed. Jim Harbaugh takes the head I had coaching. had my Sarah McLaughlin moment with him. Jim Harbaugh takes the head coaching job in Atlanta. He becomes the head coach of the Falcons. Sarah Harbaugh takes the head coaching job in Los Angeles. <laughs> becomes the head coach of the Chargers. They then meet in the Super Bowl. For the greatest scripted NFL story of all time. Harbaugh Bowl 2. 
Sarah's Revenge. Actually, what's, what's his ex-wife's name? Because he cheated on his wife with this gal. Ooh, news what? to me. Amory, what was her name? What are you talking about? Jim Harbaugh. How do you not know this, sports lady? Yeah, Jim Harbaugh was married to a, a gal who was oh. a stunner. And, and by the way, his current wife, also very pretty. But he was having like an affair. And that's how they ended up together. Mia. Mia Harbaugh. Mia Harbaugh. I just... She's I, a looker. Oh. But just like a L. McPherson clone. Look at that. And she's beautiful. So, she shows up at the Super Bowl. Chaos ensues. Remember to tune in next week on the Michigan Golden Bachelor. Well, he's got a type. Yeah. Sarah Harbaugh. <laughs> Sarah's could a have been Could have been her sister. As a guy who has a weakness. Known Ohio State Buckeye fan, Mia Harbaugh. Awkward. <laughs> now. I mean, now. Like six years ago. Amory's like, I don't see anything about an affair. No, I just, yeah. I know a scandal with sign stealing. <laughs> you looked up Harbaugh cheating and it was all, it was all nice. No. Sideline stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, I looked up Jim Harbaugh affair. If you get divorced in 2006 and you get remarried in 2008, you had an affair. You just move fast. Like they have a three-year-old backs. child together. <laughs> I don't know if the part's true. That's okay. That's libel. Everything I just said was a joke. I don't know any of it to be true. Doesn't mean it's not true. Mm-hmm. 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 Moon landing. What about it? <laughs> Super real. I mean, it's insanely real. <laughs> it happened, guys. There's better conspiracy theories out there. Than the moon landing? Yeah. That's a super fun one, though, because no one gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, the moon. Can't hurt the moon. (laughs) I got the, what I think is the best NFL story of the day, whenever we get back. I think it's the best NFL story of the day. It's tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Amory just said to me off the air, Fred, rub against the break. Why don't you not tell the best story of the day right now? Wow. Uh, we only have two minutes. That's all I need. I can tell you. I, there are a bunch of people that can vouch for that. Historical evidence says that's the exact amount of time. It's perfect. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Took long enough. Uh-huh. Amory, what's that feel like? Two minutes. Oh, God. Laughing. Amory, laughing. Is this Billy Joel again? I don't know. I think that's... Bottle of white. Ah. <laughs> bottle of red.
So now, like now, the biggest NFL story when we get back. Now. Like for sure. Amory says we got a full segment next time. Uh, Welcome to producing radio, Amory. Yeah. It's on my first day. Yeah. Gotta keep them coming back. (laughs) This story is solely based off NFL betting, so I feel like you're going to enjoy it. Ooh. I cannot wait. Put your tomato gravy down. It's about to get weird. I just want to cuss it. Two men on uh. 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of your playoff and Super Bowl coverage. The Sports Animal.